Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. We're here today for a live program in Cincinnati Business Talk with Richard Lajeunesse, who is the president of the Downtown Cincinnati Rotary Club. Thanks for joining us, Richard. Oh, grand plan to be here, Mike. Before we get started, let me tell everyone about some of the things that are coming up. Next week, we have a uh, great cleanup program. We're bringing in uh, Bill Rumpke, the uh, president and CEO of Rumpke Waste and Recycling here in Cincinnati. And perhaps on the opposite end of the scale, uh, we're going to have Ken Lewis from the uh, Rift Distilling Company. <laughs> and you can figure out what the connection is uh, to uh, to Rumpke. Okay. And uh, coming events in Sandler. October is a busy month. On October 15th, we're going to have the Transforming Leaders, the Sandler Way program. There's still time to make reservations for your team. That's going to be at the Holiday Inn Crown Plaza from 2 to 5 p.m. on Wednesday, the 15th of October. This program is based on the new Sandler book, the 52 Visual Lessons in Personal and Organizational Effectiveness. It will include area, the areas are personal power, conviction, charisma, people skills, courage, ethics, and expertise. Uh, everyone who comes to that program will get a copy of the book as well as the accompanying 52-card deck that we're going to use in the program so that everyone can become an expert on his 52 of the transformational effects. Guaranteed everyone who attends will become an expert on at least one. Let's see. Oh, yeah. The second program in October is, there it is, the Business Builder Series on Wednesday the 22nd. It's called the Eight Sandler Rules That Have Stood the Test of Time. The Sandler Selling System is over 40 years of age, and these are eight Sandler Rules that David created. That program is uh, the October 22nd, also Wednesday. That's going to run through lunchtime from 11.30 to about 2.30 at the Cincinnati Fire Museum. If you have never been to the Fire Museum, plan on taking an extra half hour to take the tour of the place. It is fantastic. Have you ever been there? Before? I have. It's quite a place. I agree. Right, we'll have room for about 30 people. Now let me tell everyone in the audience about you, Richard. Richard is a uh, real estate, environmental, construction, and international law expert. He's got extensive experience counseling clients and lecturing about real estate acquisitions, developments, construction projects, including international transactions. He's involved with real estate issues concerning commercial leasing, tax appeals, real property tax valuations, how to reduce, I guess, taxes and strategies. You bet. Okay. Good stuff. Rich is one of those few people who know all about the IRS Section 1031, tax-free real estate exchanges. He's been involved with economic development inducement issues, tax abatements, 
and all those kinds of things. Richard, many years ago, was awarded a Rotary International Ambassadorial Scholarship Award. Where did you study when you uh, took that award, Richard? That was one wonderful year in Belgium, Brussels, Belgium, primarily, studying in French and studying in Dutch uh, back in my graduate study years, Mm -hmm. pre-law school. Okay. He's won many awards at, at the Rotary Club of Cincinnati. In 2006, he won the John W. Warrington Community of Service Award provided by the Cincinnati Bar Association. That's right. Huh. <laughs> He's also been named an Ohio Super Lawyer from 2006 to 2014. What do you have to do to be a Super Lawyer? Well, you have to wear this shirt with a big S on it. No, not really. Uh, not at all. Tight briefs. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not quite. You just have to be sticking to it and trying to improve year in and year out. Okay, good. That's kind of like ISO 9000 for individuals. You bet. It's the same sort of concept. Good. In 2013, December 2013, the Real Property Law Committee of the Cincinnati Bar Association recognized Richard with its annual award of Real Property Law Practitioner of the Year. That's pretty good. How many uh, lawyers are there that that, that practice uh, real estate law? Well, there would probably be several hundred in the Cincinnati area. Since a bar association would have several thousand lawyers, and a number of the practitioners are in the the real estate or environmental area, but several hundred. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard has been recognized with a, an AV rating, which is the highest rating uh, given to the uh, by the to lawyers by Martindale Hubble, which is a real estate rating firm, uh, a lawyer rating firm. Exactly. Right. Uh, what does AV stand for? To me, it always means audiovisual. <laughs> well, I think it means a very good attorney. <laughs> a very good attorney. Okay. Richard is also certified by the U.S. Green Building Council as a leadership in energy and environmental design, accredited by uh, professionals that's under the LEED AP program. It's all about the green movement and sustainability these days. Good. So we're here today, Richard, to talk a little bit about you and a little bit about Rotary, downtown Rotary. Rotary is a passion. Passion. How many years have you been a member of the downtown Rotary? Well, I joined the downtown Rotary Club in Cincinnati in 1996. Mm -hmm. So I've been involved for a number of years now. But going back to the year that you mentioned as an ambassadorial scholar for Rotary International. That was back in the 70s, in 76, 77. That was really a uh, hands-on, deep experience of the Rotary movement and what it means, the whole issue and motto of service above self. Mm -hmm. So you went to uh, Belgium for a year. That's right. I I jokingly told some folks that the show was going to be totally in French today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could be. I speak no French, so <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. Richard also has agreed to uh, answer, call, answer callers' questions. So if you have a question for Richard, you can call in on 646-595-4916. We'll be able to uh, handle the calls during the uh, commercial breaks, which will be coming up in a few minutes. Richard, what led you to join the Rotary Club after being an ambassadorial scholar? Well, I really saw, Mike, the good work that Rotary does throughout the world. Um, I saw it 
actually, as a teenager growing up in the Detroit area, there was a local Rotary Club, mm -hmm. and I saw the different community engagement type activities that the local club did. Mm -hmm. So I had some exposure as a very young person there. Mm -hmm. But this ambassadorial scholarship experience going abroad a year through Rotary, and what that program was all about at the time was uh, the young student, graduate student, was an ambassador of goodwill, really, for the Rotary movement. So mm -hmm. I visited about 40 Rotary clubs in Belgium during that year and gave speeches and presentations on the themes of international understanding and goodwill, representing the home district, which was in the Detroit-Windsor area, mm -hmm. to the Belgian district, which was a French and a Flemish-speaking area. Flemish is kind of interesting, too. It's it's the dialect of Dutch that is spoken in Belgium. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did study that for a couple of months on the front end to try to at least uh, express greetings and, and uh, some cursory words in Flemish to the Belgian uh, Dutch-speaking Rotary Clubs. Or okay, clubs. so you don't still speak Flemish? Uh, ik kan een beetje Nederlands spreken, meaning I can uh, speak a little bit of Dutch. Uh, and what would that sound like in French? Uh, je peux parler un peu de Néerlandais. I can speak a little bit of Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but we'll keep it to English here. We'll keep it to English. Right. Right. Uh, so you've been the president of Rotary uh, in Cincinnati since July 1st. July 1 of 2014. That's right. Right. And uh, why don't you review for our listeners what the mission of the Rotary Club of Cincinnati is. Well, uh, the Rotary Club of Cincinnati, like all Rotary Clubs around the world, and there are some 34,000 of them, I believe, at this point in time, or thereabouts, uh, uh, has as its goal service, but service above self. This is service for our community, service for the vocations and professions of the members, international service, service for the clubs, and service for youth. There are many programs of Rotary, uh, both locally and Rotary International, that focus on youth service. So our mission, we've gone through a strategic planning process with the Cincinnati Rotary Club. Our restated, reformulated mission is providing selfless service in the community and the world through involved and engaged members. So that's what we're all about with the Rotary Club of Cincinnati. Good. And... Uh Perhaps you could uh, share uh, with our listeners some of the accomplishments uh, of the downtown Rotary over the last 100 years that you thought were significant. I know you haven't been with the club that long. <laughs> right. And neither have I. Right. Well, the fortunate thing is the last name La Jeunesse in French means the youth. So the mm -hmm. older I get, the younger I stay, which is a really good deal. But mm -hmm. still, uh, no, I haven't been around that long. But I think there are so many wonderful things that our Cincinnati Rotary Club uh, has done in the past and, and continues to do. Uh, we could touch on a number of them, uh, but let's talk a little bit about youth, youth mm -hmm. services. Uh, so we have, for over 70 years, conducted a, a very special holiday party for uh, disabled or handicapped children mm -hmm. uh, at the Roselawn Condon School. Uh, this is a, a really big deal in the month of December when the children come together for an afternoon and the Rotary Club brings in Santa Claus, brings in different uh, characters and cake and presents for everybody, um, a really joyful event. Uh, we have activities like that. 
We have a hands-on community service team that goes out every month on a different community service project. One month we could be cooking meals at the Ronald McDonald House, or we could be packing food for the Free Store Food Bank, or we could be working on the Vision Screening Program. Rotary Club of Cincinnati has a special relationship, too, with a, a camp for disabled children called Camp Allen in Batavia in Claremont County, which actually the Rotary Foundation owns and has owned since the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And this is a wonderful camp that, that brings together youth and uh, both developmentally dis- disabled or challenged uh, young people and gives them a full camping experience. It's a camp with a lake and uh, cottages, and uh, there's the ability to have fishing and hot air balloon rides on occasion are even mm-hmm. brought in sure. for the, the Swimming. youngsters there. Swimming, fishing. School. Great facility. That. We'll really? talk a little bit more about this uh, after this uh, first commercial. We're going to ask Jimmy Fox to uh, come on and talk about the October meeting of uh, Tip Club, which will be Thursday, October 16th, from 7.30 a.m. to uh, 9 a.m. You can call in and ask uh, Richard a question at 646-595-4916. And, uh, Jimmy, why don't you take it away? I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. Mike Roth and Richard Lajeunesse. We're here today talking about Rotary and specifically the Rotary Club of Cincinnati uh, that, that both Richard and I belong to. Uh, we just finished, Richard, one of the uh, the fun events of the year, the Rotary Picnic, about two weeks ago. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah. In fact, it's called the Old Time Picnic, and it was also at Camp Allen. This is our camp that we were just speaking about in the mm-hmm. last segment uh, where we uh, bring together uh, youngsters uh, and uh, provide a camping experience for them. But once a year, we do have the Rotarians go out there and get to see up close and personal uh, the facilities and have a little bit of camaraderie on the campsite. Sure, and we invite prospective members to come. We do. Uh, we have a, uh, a car show. 
We have a car show. We mm-hmm. have a lot of fun things. We have a bake-off. We had a cornhole tournament. Mm-hmm. And we had some uh, s'mores. We had little s'mores, s'mores there, a little nice buffet, and uh, some uh, games little of games chance. of chance. Ga- games of chance. That's right. With some adult beverages as prizes. <laughs> That's right. Well, that's the wonderful thing about Rotary, too, Mike, as you know, that besides being uh, a very worthwhile service organization, it's also a tremendous networking group. It's a chance for business people to get together and one-on-one to have uh, personal encounters with people in different walks of life, different professions, different uh, business lines. Uh, So Rotary really gives an advantage to the members to to get to know business contacts. Sure, and uh, an informal uh, event like the Rotary uh, Picnic or the event we had uh, this week when we had an away meeting at uh, Belterra was a great opportunity. To- well, that, that's the thing we should tell your listeners here, Mike, that Rotary does meet weekly, which is a heavy meeting uh, uh, you could say responsibility, but it's it's also quite a joy because you really get to see different venues. We typically meet in, in a central location down, downtown, but we have gone on what we call road shows. So we go out to different sites, different newer events. We've been in different locations. We've been to the American Sign Museum, for example. Mm-hmm. We've been over to Memorial Hall. We've been to the New Rift Distillery uh, that right. was mentioned previously. We've been out to the uh, Belterra, formerly River Downs uh, site. But this We've been up to Entertainment uh, Junction mm-hmm. and Tylersville Road. So uh, we do get to see new uh, businesses, new facilities as they're opening and get a up-close-and-personal encounter with the leaders of those organizations, get to learn and see what's happening on these different locations. Uh, one of the things I really like about the uh, Cincinnati Rotary Club is the once-a-year vocational service day. Oh, yes, that is good. Where we don't actually meet at the hotel, but the club of uh, over 300 people breaks up into six or ten smaller groups, and we go out to the businesses that some of the Rotarians uh, own or manage, and we visit with those businesses. It's a fantastic experience. It really is. I've really cherished this over the years. I mean, the ability uh, to go out uh, to, for example, I'm thinking of my recent experiences. I went out to Buskin Bakery with mm-hmm. Paige Buskin, the explanation of how donuts are made and see the donut assembly line. And, and uh, wow, very interesting. Yeah, and Zumbio Box Company, how uh, boxes come together. Oh, uh, that's, that's what I went to with the Zumbio Box Company. It was unbelievable. This is really a, a fantastic thing to to get to see uh, different manufacturing companies, but also service organizations and nonprofits as well. Been out to the Red Cross Center, for example, the new mm-hmm. Red Cross Center there off of Dana Avenue and seen the Emergency Control Center. Just you learn so much about the community, about the businesses, the infrastructure. And from the insider perspective. That's great. Uh, I remember we did a, a tour at Music Hall and they took us down to the basement, to the sub-basement, right. where the columns go right into the dirt. Well, sometimes you get to see the inner workings or the inner bowels of the organization, if you will. Yeah, it was, it was more than I expected. It was, <laughs> it was really a pretty much fantastic tour. Right. Uh, and, you know, the, the club helps so many organizations through uh, its 
direct donations through its local foundation. Yes. Uh, we do uh, have, in addition to the Rotary Club of Cincinnati itself, we have the Rotary Foundation of Cincinnati, which is a 501c3 charitable organization uh, that funds so many of the charitable and humanitarian works of the club. Uh, we have, uh, over the past three years, for example, started a, a very large event that typically takes place in June called Believe to Achieve. And this has just been a, a wonderful event, uh, growing each year better and bigger, and it's all for the benefit of uh, three different organizations. Which are? We have our, our Stepping Stones, uh, which is affiliated with our, our Camp Allen. Stepping Stones actually runs uh, our Camp uh, Allen. Uh, and um, uh, uh, we have them... Uh, uh, in attendance at the event, and uh, it's it's really uh, uh, an evening of fun and 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 frolic uh, on the river under a big tent on the riverside. Mm-hmm. That is to say, uh, a big event there. So, how much money did uh, we raise for those three charities this year at the big event? Well, we had uh, this year we came up with over one hundred forty thousand dollars, and that was growing each each year uh, from each event that uh, we've taken on. The first year was closer to. Forty or fifty thousand dollars, and the second year was bigger and better, and we're hoping to uh, continue that uh, uh, on into the future. Great trajectory of the event, great event. Uh, it is open to uh, non-Rotarians. It is, yes. All you have to do is call the Rotary office and uh, make your reservation for next June. The number is four two one ten eighty. Exactly. I got that right. It didn't misdial it. Uh, Richard, uh, we have we have time for uh, uh, one more uh, question before we uh, we have to go to a commercial break. Uh, if someone is interested in joining the Rotary or finding out more about Cincinnati Rotary, what's the first thing that they should do? Well, the first thing they should do is contact either our Rotary office or if they know a Rotarian, contact a member of the Rotary Club. We have approximately 300 members at this point in time. But if you don't know a member and if hearing this show or or learning about Rotary, you'd like to find out more, contact our office. It's the same number that you just uh, indicated there. Our our home base is in the Crew Tower, and that number is 421-1080. In the 513 area code. In the 513 area code in downtown Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. And uh, we can... uh, walk the applicant through the the steps of becoming a member of the Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, we invite them to, to visit with us at one of our Thursday lunch meetings at the Hall of Mirrors, usually in the Hilton Hotel downtown. That's a good way to have an initial sampler of, of Rotary to come mm-hmm. to a meeting. Also, um, with a Rotarian, to come to one of our many activities mm-hmm. for uh, for youth or in the... Uh, we have other things that take place also in the... Uh, the schools. Uh, we have an interact club at the high school level. We have two Rotaract clubs for younger people, and we have involvement uh, so, on the young professional level. So, as for well. people who aren't Rotarians, yes. why don't we explain Rotaract? Yes. Well, uh, Rotaract, there, there are, let's say, these are almost Rotarians, younger Rotarians in training, if you will. Okay. So, there is on the collegiate and young professional level in the 20s and early 30s, 
an organization uh, dedicated to the same ideals of Rotary called Rotaract. And our Rotary Club does support two local Rotaract clubs, one at the University of Cincinnati mm-hmm. and a community-based Rotaract club. And then in addition... So if a young business person wants to do service for the community, right. uh, but isn't necessarily in a managerial decision-making role, but they're between 20 and 35, yeah. they can join the... Rotaract club. That would be the place to start there. And, 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 it, and it, how, how would they, they find the Rotaract Club? Well, uh, again, going to our Rotary office in downtown Cincinnati uh, would be a good place to start. Or if it would be a student at the University of Cincinnati, uh, again, contacting through the office or contacting at the University of Cincinnati would have the the contact coordinates for the Rotaract Club of Cincinnati. Good. Uh, Again, if you have a question for Richard or me, the uh, telephone number is uh, 646-595-4900. One six, and we're going to uh, listen to a Sandler commercial or two here. We'll be right back. Imagine you just left your prospect's office, and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth and Richard Lajeunesse. Thanks thanks for listening. And uh, Richard, what did you want to talk about? You were saying something about it during the break. Well, uh, you know, I was thinking what could be of interest to the listeners here would be what are the reasons today for joining Rotary? I mean, why? Kind of like a like a David Letterman top ten. <laughs> right. Why did you join Rotary, Mike? That's a great question. Uh, I originally tried to, tried to join in the uh, uh, early 90s after I came to Cincinnati and uh, quickly discovered that I couldn't get into the club because someone else held that classification or, or line of work. And so I immediately gave up and did other things. And then uh, probably four or five years later, uh, one of my clients who was in Rotary 
director of the YMCA, uh, said to me, Mike, uh, we're going to have lunch today. I'll stop by your office and pick you up. And, uh, well, actually, the first time I t- attempted it, uh, a fellow named A.J. Kesman took me to the Rotary Picnic. Okay. Okay. I saw the Rotary Picnic, saw all the people, met all the people. I said, this is a fantastic group. i got to be a part of it. All right. And that's where my hopes got dashed, and I forgot about it. But this uh, financial services advisor uh, or uh, head of the YMCA, uh, he did both, uh, put me in his car for lunch, took me down to Rotary, and he said, Mike, we're going to get you into Rotary. And I said, well, they, they couldn't do it before. And he says, don't worry. That guy's left. The slot is open. Okay. Well, you know, though, bringing up that whole issue of classifications, that used to be an issue in Rotary. Mm -hmm. Because the whole notion of Rotary at its origin, and it goes back to 1905, why call this Rotary? Well, there were four individuals in Chicago, and there was a gentleman whose name was Paul Harris. And he was new to Chicago, as were his three colleagues in these other professions. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to start uh, a networking group to socialize and to talk about business. And they rotated Mm -hmm. their meetings from one location to another, thus a a Rotary Club. And as the rules of Rotary uh, developed Mm -hmm. and caught on, this notion of having different classifications was very keen. And different there lines of business. Different lines of business, but only one. So for a long time, Rotary was somewhat exclusive in that if there was one profession or one individual from a pro- profession, one, one banker, one banker, that was all there would be in, in, in that particular Rotary Club. Though over the years, that classification distinction uh, has opened up tremendously. Currently, for our, our local club, uh, in one profession or category, you can have up to 10% of the club be in that profession. So in essence, it's a very open club, and people join Rotary. Really, people join Rotary, I think, now, uh, really because of the desire to do something good and do something good in the community, still have this business networking uh, potential Mm -hmm. to learn a lot of things about local business, but the ability to, to really give meaning to day in and day out in worthwhile activities. Service is definitely a component. Yes. You know, whether it's a uh, something we call a work day at Camp Allen where we spruce it up in the fall or a uh, uh, another type of a program. Uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago, we built the dock for handicap accessibility. So We built uh, the dock uh, at Camp Allen. We've also built several uh, playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our our uh, playground under the uh, uh, bridge there. The uh, 471 or the 71 bridge over the Ohio River is a, a rotary involved project. We have our handicap accessible uh, treetop uh, playground in uh, Mount Airy yeah. uh, Forest, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be uh, la- both last year and this year, and and uh, we are huddling with the Bengals on a Bengal hometown huddle for doing also further uh, playground type improvement projects. Mm-hmm. So it's also a lot of fun to be in the Rotary Club. You sure. get to meet interesting people, you get to work on interesting projects, and do good in our community. Mm-hmm. And you also get to meet 300 interesting people in Cincinnati. That's right. Uh, uh, once a month, we do something called a uh, 
a rotary after hours. It's a great social networking uh, social. possibility, isn't get, it? Get to, get to meet your other Rotarians. And some people show up at the after hours who don't show up at the lunch. That's right. Uh, and uh, although I had met Henry Heimlich uh, before at a Rotary ma- meeting, it was the first time that, that he showed up at 90, a young age of 94, and he, my wife got to meet him. Isn't that tremendous? We had a couple of our newer Rotarians at a Rotary after hours program recently and here one of our under other members brings in dr heimlich and uh they didn't think at first this is heimlich uh what heimlich maneuver guy dr heimlich dr hank henry heimlich yes and and he's very engaging uh you know his his contribution to uh our civilization really and the state of medicine is outstanding but just the ability to network with uh, people like Dr. Uh, Heimlich is tremendous. Mm-hmm. You know, also, one of the big things about Rotary worldwide is this program to eradicate polio. Let's and, talk some more about that. Yeah, well, and that goes back to our Cincinnati club, too, with the development of the Sabin uh, vaccine uh, at uh, uh, with the connection with uh, Children's Hospital and our local hospital organizations. Mm-hmm. But Rotary, for the past uh, uh, decade or two here, has been dedicated worldwide towards the eradication of polio. Uh, it's teamed up with the Gates uh, Foundation, and polio eradication in the world is very close to being uh, implemented. There are probably three countries at this point, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Nigeria, where there are still a few cases of polio uh, left. But Rotary has nationwide immunization programs that have been conducted in any number of countries around the world, countries such as India, Mm -hmm. where you'd have in a given day on a Saturday hundreds of thousands of young children uh, immunized against the polio virus. Some really worthwhile undertakings going on worldwide through the Rotary Foundation of Rotary International. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you didn't know about the, uh, the Sandler involvement with that. No, tell us about that. Well, there, there, there are two levels. Uh, probably uh, 10 years ago now, uh, one of our Rotary members, uh, Bruce Cook, who in the 70s hired David Sandler to train his people at the train heating and air conditioning company. Oh, yes. Uh, for a period of 18 months or two years. And uh, Dick had audio taped all of the seminars. And uh, at the first Rotary picnic after I uh, joined the Rotary Club, uh, he asked me for his, my business card, and I handed him a million-dollar bill with my name on it and my picture and David Sandler's signature. The next day he calls me and he says, Mike, why is David Sandler's signature on your million-dollar bill. <laughs> I said, well, you hit me to help me make a million dollars, but but why did you ask? And that's when he revealed that he uh, was trained by David, uh, and, and he was one of the first corporate accounts nationally. I said, that's great. You probably don't have any of the material. And Bruce says, I have it all. Why? I said, okay. When you get a chance, why don't you show it to me? Uh, later that year at a Christmas party we were having, Bruce comes in, with two shopping bags full of audio tapes, about 20 audio tapes. And he has uh, that 
great binder that's up there, the original Sandler training manual. And he says, Mike, you, you can have these. And I said, okay, great. And we we created the deal where these these tapes that Bruce had were no place in the Sandler archives. And Sandler made a uh, rather large contribution to the Rotary Foundation to wipe out polio. Oh, is that right? And we gave them the tapes. Well, see, these are the sorts of connections that uh, come about through Rotary that uh, can be tangential, sometimes uh, uh, coincidental. And, and how, other, how, how would I have known that, you know? I wasn't here in Cincinnati in the 70s. That's amazing. And uh, we turned that into about uh, 10, 10 or 15 Paul Harris Fellows for uh, Rotarians here in the Cincinnati Club. You mentioned a Paul Harris Fellow. Why don't you explain what that is exactly? Okay, a Paul Harris Fellow is uh, when you give $1,000 to the International Foundation, mm-hmm. and you get a, a pin and a certificate, and there are various levels. You can go up at $1,000 a, a hit. And uh Instead of taking all of them myself, we just broke it up into $500 pieces and said, anyone who wants to buy a, a Paul Harris Fellow for a discounted price of $500 will use some of Sandler's money to boost you up. That's a great way and to do was, charitable uh, fundraising. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a great deal. And uh, then I didn't see too much of it. Uh, but in the last couple of years, a couple of strange things have cropped up on the radar. Uh, that I did want to report on, and I think we should repeat here in our district, about three years ago in North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Sandler trainers donated their time. They gave a one-day Sandler training program. Uh, they charged, it was sponsored by the Rotary Clubs in that district, and they charged $349. They filled the room up with about 50 people, and that money was matched by the Gates Foundation, and that district got a tremendous uh, boost for the Rotary Foundation. Uh, I didn't think very much about it about three years ago, Richard, and uh, I'm following along on uh, Google, what's happening in the world, and I noticed that uh, the same thing was done this year in two other districts in Rotary. Very nice. So uh, I've actually uh, just given the suggestion to Eric Marcus, our, our district governor, that you know, I would be willing to do that same one-day sales program, no charge, and the Rotary Club would collect the fees, provide the venue, and that money would be matched by the Bill Gates Foundation. Quite interesting. Now, Mike, you mentioned district governor here. So our Rotary Club of Cincinnati exists in a district of over 50, I think there's between 52 or 54 clubs in mm-hmm. our Southwest Ohio district. And we are governed by a so-called district governor, currently Eric Marcus. The Cincinnati Rotary Club is, uh, along with uh, a few of the other clubs in the uh, metropolitan areas, the larger club in the district. But some of the clubs are, are 25 members and ranging 25 to 300 uh, everywhere in between, and maybe a few uh, even smaller than that. But there's a whole network of Rotary Clubs in our area and in our district, and then the district is comprised of zones, and zones make up uh, around the world uh, uh, this 32 or 34,000 Rotary Clubs all told. So 
it's it's quite a network worldwide at this point in time. So it's developed since 1905. The interesting thing too, Cincinnati, its club was one of the early clubs. Mm-hmm. We cool. are club 17. 17 out of how many? Well, this is you know way over 30,000 at this point. I mean, it's a it's so a moving number. So, but Cincinnati is an early club. Early club. We were it, Rotary International. Uh, the first Rotary Club was founded in 1905. And our club was founded in 1910. So Cincinnati has really been there for some time. And that's not to say that we're your grandfather's Rotary Club anymore. I think we've moved into a a whole second century where we're cultivating leaders to get involved in our community and do good work, stay involved in business with high business ethics, uh, and uh, promote the ideals of service into the second century. Good. If you have a question about Rotary, uh, you can give us a call on 646-595-4916. We're going to uh, listen to a San Rule. We're going to listen to San Rule number 19. Hi, I'm George Donovan with Sandler Training. I'm here to talk to you about rule number 19, never help the prospect end the interview. We've all been on sales calls where it's been uncomfortable and the prospect's acting uninterested or maybe even a little bit hostile. Your inclination is to close your portfolio, get up and walk out, but don't. This rule calls for you to hang in there. Ask the question that gets the issue on the table. Chances are it's not you. Maybe it's your company's past performance that's the problem, or perhaps another company that sells similar products or services. Or maybe it's another salesperson that has nothing to do with you or your company, but you'll never know unless you ask. So it sounds something like this. Let's suppose your prospect's name was Bill. You'd say, Bill, you seem a little bit skeptical. Is there something that I've said or done that's made you feel this way? And if it is, could we talk about it? Or maybe you say, Bill, I sense that there's a problem. Would it be okay if we talked about that for a minute? So the important part is that you ask. It takes the pressure off of you, and it helps the prospect work through the issue so you can get by it and get back to the interview. So the next time you're in an uncomfortable sales call, don't bail. Hang in there and remember rule number 19. Never help the prospect end the interview. This is Mike Roth and Richard Lajeunesse, and today we're talking about the Cincinnati Rotary Club and Rotary International. Richard, why don't you tell our listeners about some of the past projects that, in the recent past, that the Cincinnati Rotary Club has been involved with? Well, we have projects of all sorts. We've spoken already about some of the projects in our local community. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about Rotary, though, is besides being a forum for local engagement, is also a platform to do good around the world. And even in our Cincinnati Rotary Club, we have a World Community Service Committee. This is about 15 Rotarian members who are heavily focused on international projects. 
We have, for example, you know, right. my fa- that was one of my favorite committees. First, one of the first Saturday committees I worked on. Oh, did you do medical supply? Packing? Yes, we sorted medical leftover medical supplies, new medical supplies from Children's Hospital. From Children's Hospital, and uh, I guess you see in some other places, right? The stuff that I've never seen in my life before. We had a doctor down there, uh, and we sorted it out and, and we shipped it to uh, Tibet. In fact, at one point, we sent them a whole uh, dialysis clinic. Well, isn't that something? Because we have members of our club who are experienced in logistics mm-hmm. and transportation. So you get to not only uh, have a, an active project that uh, is doing good in the world, mm-hmm. but you're learning about how to move goods around the world, too, sure. in, a, in a very practical way. Right now, we have a water well project going on in Ethiopia. This is particularly interesting because the University of Cincinnati has a professor there uh, in the engineering department, uh, Dr. Greg Bocage, who has a relationship with the university, Haramaya, in Ethiopia, and has been taking UC engineering students on a regular basis to Ethiopia. Mm. So we have teamed up with the local Rotary Club in Addis Ababa, the Bole Club mm-hmm. of the capital there of Ethiopia, to implement a water well project in a particular village that will be solar activated. And then there'll be the opportunity on beyond the water well that is installed in this village area to actually have a school and a clinic that will be solar powered through the use of, of solar cells there. So we have not only... Um, a very worthwhile water project in a country that is in need, but we also have the ability to tie in local students, engineering students, Mm -hmm. who are gaining hands-on experience in a humanitarian project of this sort. So not only do we have Ethiopia, we've recently, in tandem with our district and the Dayton Rotary Club, conducted a water well project in Nigeria our district sent a group of four young professionals on a vocational training trip. It was really a, a sponsored trip through through Rotary from our local district to Nigeria. The young professionals came back with this project in mind to implement a water well in one of the villages that had been visited in Nigeria. And so the Cincinnati Club, the Dayton Club, a few of the other clubs got together and have sponsored the funding for uh, uh, a project like that, but even other smaller international. Why don't we talk about the er- earlier project in uh, was it Kenya, Nigeria? In Kenya, where yes. we took uh, ch- orphan children from the slum to a yeah. place called Maja Majuri. Maja Majuri, yes. You know, in uh, Nairobi, Kenya, uh, there are some really terrible slums in the central part of of this enormous city, and uh, the Rotary district, and again, some of the clubs throughout the district got together, it was about five years ago, to build a, really, it's a, it's a school away from the central part of town. It's it's out in the suburbs of Nairobi at a place called Maji Majurai, and this was a whole facility that could take orphan children from the central slum area and, and moved out into the uh, the outer area, and uh, it was a self-sustaining school. Very much so. It was solar power, water, uh, farm animals, farming, 
and could sell uh, water from the well to the local villagers. Exactly. Uh, and our club uh, built the uh, medical clinic. That's right. So it was a wonderful project. Right. You know, there are projects of that sort that, that are take a larger commitment of, of both time and, and expertise as well as funds. Mm-hmm. But then we have a, a number of smaller projects. We had a shoe drive this past year for the Caribbean island nation of Dominica, where shoes were collected. Uh, we were shooting for 2014 shoes and socks. I think we got pretty close to that mm-hmm. and uh, packed them off to Dominica. We've recently sent books to a school in Belize. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are English language books. Of course, Belize is the former country of British Honduras, so mm. English is is a language that is quite useful mm-hmm. in, sure. uh, in Belize. Uh, and uh, still working with medical supplies and donations of that sort. Uh, we're supporting a healthy village project in Madagascar. There's a particular interest uh, in a location in Madagascar where a project is being conducted to improve the lives of villagers there. So really, even though we are a local Rotary Club with a lot of good projects going on in our community, we're still able to to use our local platform to reach out around the world as well. Mm -hmm. And, And we have a Rotary International Convention once a year. Once a year we do. Rotary gets together somewhere in the world, um, and Rotarians from 160 different countries around the world or more come together for three or four days to share presentations, share camaraderie. This past year, the Rotary International Convention was in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Next year, it'll be in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and after that, in Seoul, Korea. Mm-hmm. It's also been in the United States, too. Right. It's it's really hard to drive to Seoul, Korea. Uh, (laughs) But I've gone to them in Barcelona and in Birmingham, England. Uh, I was fortunate enough to attend the recent international convention in Sydney, Australia. Mm -hmm. What an experience it is to be involved with an organization where people come from all over the world dedicated to service, service for their communities, service internationally, um, and on different themes, whether it's disease eradication, issues of literacy, the environment, Mm -hmm. peace and conflict resolution. These are some of the many areas of focus that Rotary gets involved with. To hear top-notch speakers, we had the, uh, um, the Prime Minister of Australia was part of the uh, opening ceremony and pledged toward polio eradication $100 million Wow, Australian. Didn't say over what period of time. <laughs> okay. But nonetheless, uh, it was a very welcoming convention that was held in Sydney. And it'll be quite an accomplishment when Rotary finally uh, puts the puts the end to polio, one of the scourges of the world. As they say, it is so close. Mm-hmm. They hold their fingers apart a little bit, and they say it's this close. Yeah, the problem is it's going to take more money. That that last, that, that last mile... Uh, that last little bit, the uh, I had some figures from the Rotary Foundation that said in the, from the 2013 to 18 polio eradication, let's call it end game, the estimated cost uh, for that end game is 5.5 billion dollars 
of which there were funding commitments for $4 billion. So closing this gap and trying to eradicate really those countries that I've mentioned before where there's a lot of internal strife or war. Those are difficult places. Difficult places to conduct an immunization program of young children. Yeah. Well, let's hope, let's hope that uh, Rotary can do it. I don't know if any other organization can. Uh, and certainly I've heard about uh, Rotary uh, ceasefires in local wars to uh, immunize the children, which is... What- a- well, you know that Rotary, just in terms of opening doors, Rotary was also involved in the organization of the United Nations. Rotary was involved in the early days of the Easter Seals mm-hmm. uh, campaign. And Rotary goes a lot beyond uh, a weekly club meeting you know, in a community. It's been around for over 100 years and uh, has been doing a lot of good in that time, but there's a lot more good to do in the world mm-hmm. and in our local communities. And, and it's funny, while you don't have to do a rotary makeup meeting if you miss a meeting, uh, I was traveling uh, in England a couple of years ago, just on vacation, and my wife wanted to see something I didn't want to do. <laughs> so she went off to Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I found a local uh, rotary club that was meeting that lunch hour. Well, that's a great point you bring up. As one travels around the world, you have this network uh, that you can tap into mm-hmm. and really get to meet business people in other countries around the world. I went to this uh, club at Paddington Station, London, uh, had lunch with 25 people that I had never met before and discovered, oh, we've probably got a more interesting story to tell than our regular speaker. So, Mike, you're the speaker for oh, the so day. So you were the speaker uh, uh, on the spot. On the spot, extemporaneous. How did that go? It was a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I'd do it again. Uh and, and and I have visited uh, many clubs, whether at Long Beach, California, or Smithtown, New York, places that I regularly go to, and uh, meeting local people in, in local in local clubs and being accepted and welcomed is is a great feeling, uh, whether it's here in Ohio or in another another state or another country. Well, now in this world of social media and the like, there's a, a little application to an app that. Uh, is locate a club so wherever you are in the world you can as a rotarian you can hit your little app and find the local rotary club and when it meets right i i keep that app right here on my uh my cell phone so that i can if i'm traveling in uh columbus ohio and they have 25 clubs up there i can find a club that's meeting on tuesday afternoon when i have a, a, a break uh are there any other uh comments that uh, that you'd like to add richard Well, I I hope that if anyone is listening who has been intrigued by this, maybe has heard of the Rotary or seen the emblem on the uh, welcome to whatever town, sometimes you see the 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 gear, the rotary rotary wheel, and wonder what is this Rotary thing all about. Hopefully we've given you some idea of the dimension, the history, the outreach of, of Rotary. And if you're at all interested in getting involved and doing good in your community, doing good in the world, committed to the the values of service, I'd really urge you to get involved. Contact the local Rotary Club. Contact if you're in the Cincinnati area. But whatever town you're in, there's a lot of good to be done, and I would just encourage people to get involved. Can they contact you, too? They can can contact me as well. Give them your your day number. The day number is area code 513-629-2702. That'll get you directly to me, and uh, we'll be glad to get you 
uh, introduced and a little bit closer to the Rotary Club of Cincinnati. And if they want to look at the Rotary Club of Cincinnati's website. Yes, the website is uh, just uh, go to Google and put Cincinnati Rotary, and it'll come right up. I think we also have a club site called joincincinnatirotary.org. We do. For prospective members with a lot of information about uh, the local club. Uh, and uh, it's really something that, that business people should take a look at. You don't have to join, but if you come and visit, it is infectious. <laughs> it gets it's a, it bites you and it gets into your bloodstream, and it's a good thing. Good, uh, Richard. I want to thank you for being on the show. Oh, Mike, it was and, my pleasure. And I to want to here. give you a copy of uh, one of the newest Sandler books. Uh, so, oh, selling thank you. the professional way, uh, with the subtitle of "No one ever told me I'd have to sell this." Attorneys, architects, engineers. And other professionals. Well, Mike, and we have a little pin for you, too, that you can light up Rotary this year oh. and be an illuminating spot in the world. Thank you very much, Richard. You're welcome, Mike. Scott, why don't you take it away and close out the show? <laughs> Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at rothconsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.